You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now, Labour is casting doubt over National's assumptions when it comes to taxing foreign home buyers. National says it's going to raise $740 million a year by introducing this 15% tax on the foreign buyers. But in order for that to happen, it would need to sell almost 2,000 homes a year, over $2 million worth every single year to foreign buyers. Brad Olson is the Infometrics Principal Economist and with us now. Hey, Brad. Good evening. This is not going to happen, is it, Brad? Well, I mean, so far, there is enough evidence, I think, to give them the benefit of the doubt that they can make the figures work. Uh, Certainly the analysis put out uh, or contained in the National Party's tax policy highlights that they've looked through uh, QV property price data. Uh, They've looked at what the foreign purchases looked like before the ban was implemented uh, a few years back. They've then sort of looked at what the pattern of sales might be, given that, you know, obviously if there's a tax, not everyone's going to continue to pay it. Obviously, there's a $2 million cap this time. Um, But so far, I mean, they seem to be able to make the numbers work enough. And look, Heather, I think this is actually sort of a fairly smart policy uh, because what it does is it means that you can get foreign money into the country, you can attract people in, you whack them with a tax so you get a bit of revenue, Mm. but it's also not going to affect any New Zealand first home buyers or anything like that. I mean, no one in in most of the parts of the country that I talk to are buying $2 million properties regularly. So I think, you know, it provides that opportunity to bring in that foreign capital without actually doing much to the general housing market. But see, the problem is, Brad, I mean, I I agree with you. It makes sense. I just think that they might have inflated their numbers here, which means that at some point they're going to have to find something else to cut or some other way to make money. And the reason I think that is, um, the analysis by One Roof and Velocity today, it's had a look at how many $2 million plus sales there have been just in the last two years, and it's only 7,200, right? So they, we need foreigners to buy more than half of those houses in order to make this money. That's unrealistic. Well, I think, again, though, um, we saw those numbers before the ban coming through still at a, at, at a high enough level to make the numbers plausible. And, and so I think that's the thing. I mean, unfortunately, you and I probably don't have uh, all the $2 million sales to hand. I, I certainly don't. And so mm. I, I agree. Look, it's difficult for us to make a firm evaluation sort of to rule in or out. But given all of the numbers that we do have available, including those ones from One Roof Velocity, uh, looking at the Stats NZ property transfer statistics, I'm, I'm willing to say this is, uh, put it this way, I think this one's more viable than saying that you would get $5 a week from the GST card. <laughs> no, I would agree with that. Hey, what about the interest deductibility on the rental properties? Chris Luxon was pretty firm today in that press conference that it would lower rents. You reckon it will? I think it's likely to not see rents increase as much as they might have otherwise. I mean, we, we don't generally see rents go down in New Zealand. Um, I mean, again, they're sort of often a stickier price. But I think what it, what we do know is that, of course, with that higher uh, interest, when you had interest deductibility removed, all things being equal, once you got the rental market back into equilibrium with enough demand and supply all meeting together, yeah. then your rental price would have been higher than it would have been otherwise. So I do agree that, that actually this is likely to, over the long term, probably lower uh, rents relative to where they would have otherwise gone, uh, possibly might push up house prices, and, and, and I think that's sort of the trade-off that comes through. But importantly, I remember when this came through, everyone said, you know, it's closing a tax loophole. It wasn't. Every business is able to deduct interest payments. It's yeah. part of that cost of doing business. And so I do see this to be a reasonable shift in the tax burden. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Hey, Brad, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. It's Brad Olson, Infometrics Principal Economist. 
For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.